Hey y'all, I'm Steve. And I'm North. And we're the, the Data, Data Collectors. Last <laughs> time, today is May 18th. <laughs> That's first of all. About 8 o'clock p.m. And last time we were here, we finished part one of the Alchemist. And we <laughs> also discovered that our personal legend comes with a price and Santiago's is about to pay his price yet again. Um, we've seen him once with the Gypsy, now he's with Melchizedek to kill Salem. One tip of his cheap to, cheap to find his treasure. And that's where we're at. Yep. And once Melchizedek leaves, because they're going to meet again tomorrow to make the transaction. Mm-hmm. Santiago's is sitting there. Sitting at, the bench, yeah, at the bench reflecting on the whole conversation that he had with the King of Salem. Mm-hmm. And he's looking up as well. And he's remembering what was told to him. Machelzadek told him because uh, it seems to be, it seems to me that Machelzadek is a, like an omniscient being because he seems to know everything. He, need, he knows what he needs to be to help you to achieve your personal legend. He also knows what your personal legend is. Yeah, but I, I don't, I know you like Melchizedek, but I just think he's more figurative than literal like. Yeah, but he's still omniscient in a sense. That's his character. So you think an omniscient, omniscient being is what makes the intervention in your life? To know your personal legend? No, I'm just talking about him specifically. And well, the story, the, the good thing about the story is we can make it general. Like, we, we draw a maxim, we draw a point, we draw a concept. Like, maybe there is a this omniscient intervention on our way to our personal life. You highlight it every single time. I think it's important. And, and, and that's what it is. And that's what you think, then. That's what you think. Yeah. So he intervenes and he, he gives him this ultimatum you know i'll help you find your treasure but you tell me give me a tip it's cheap he helps give them it's the necessary nudge they need in order to get to where they want to go before giving up because yeah, <clears throat> your personal legend requires a sacrifice it's a price to pay um there's a lot to it we'll, you know we'll discuss more aspects to that personal legend but this is his first um basically price that he pays and it's his six of his cheap but he gets a day to think about it Right, I'll get back to what I was talking about. Get back to it. <laughs> the reason I say he's omniscient because he sits there and he tells Santiago about the baker's life pretty much. Like he already knows the guy and what's going to happen. As how the baker, when he was a child, he too had a dream to travel. Just like Santiago. And he thought to, to get a, make a baker and set money aside to help him with achieving, achieving his personal legend. And somewhere along the line, being a baker became more important than achieving the personal legend. I guess by now he had a family, he had people to take care of, and he just set aside his dreams. He was a baker for 30 years, yeah. I'm pretty sure he had a family. I mean, what, what you working for? You ain't traveled yet. You must right. be doing it for your children, your, your wife. So, yeah, his stepping stone became more important than his personal legend. And I think. We have to be real with ourselves and say, hey, what is our purpose? What's our reason? What is our personal legend? 
so we can recognize what's a step of stone. Okay, I know that I need to work here so I can travel there. And I know that when I travel there, I'll have this experience so I can express it here in this part of my life. Like, that's what it's all about, you know, these experiences and these journeys that we get to inspire other people with. So, yeah. He's told that once his baby becomes an old man, he's gonna, he will travel to Africa and be there for a month. And it won't be until then, once he's of old age, that he realizes that at any point in our time, we are capable of still achieving our personal legend. Hey guys, Data Collectors here. Just breaking away from the scheduled show to talk about podcasting with Anchor. Do you have something to say? Do you want to express yourself? Do you feel your perspective or experience is valuable? Or... Would you like to get paid to share your voice? Then you should download the free app Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, from any device. Or just visit the anchor.fn website to get started. The website is user-friendly, and you can edit and even upload from your device. Plus, Anchor is integrated with your favorite social media platform. So it's easy as one, two, three to share your podcast because... Anchor does it for you. Everything you need is in one place. Don't just take our word for it. Download your free app today. And subscribe to our show once you get started. All right, now. Let's get back to the show. See, you know what I get from that? What you get? That only you is holding you back. Because mm-hmm. there is no time limit. You're never too late. You're never too old. You can always embark on what it is that you want to do, that you love to do, that you feel is your calling and purpose for being. Right. You know, as Santiago is sitting there, I know he's thinking, like, I should just go and tell him. You know, I should go say something to him right now. But at the same time, say, like, no, maybe I should. Mm-mm. And the question is, like, is it better just to leave things as the way they are or to try to intervene yourself and say something as Melchizedek does? No, no. See, Melchizedek is giving you some light at the end of the tunnel. You can't just go on and tell somebody, like, hey, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing here. But you're perfect, you're not living it. You know, before before we go more, I think it's all about timing too. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell somebody the right thing at the wrong time. Yeah. And it won't That's have right. that impact it's supposed to have. You know? It's like he knows how to just put it all together, but he's like he's like a philosopher or something. Like he knows how to just put it all in the right the right space and the right time when just appear and tell you what you need to know. Well, I think what's most important actually is that you recognize the timing yourself, you know. Yeah. Santiago, after having a dream, he not only got it interpreted, you know, when he he even talked to the old man, like he could have just shrugged them off. Like he took a chance, he took a risk. Mm-hmm. And we, we do that when we uh, have a personal legend. And after that, you pay the price. And now, you know, he's, he's reflecting. He's deciding that I'm going to give up one tenth of my flock to know where my treasure is. Yeah. You know, so the gypsy told him, and he didn't have to pay. Right. Now, Melchizedek 
it's making him, it's charging. Yeah, but he's giving a day, a day to think about it. Mm-hmm. But I guess this goes to show that reassert. Reassurance. Reassurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My tongue got a little stuck. And reassurance. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here with you. Sorry, I think. Yeah, reassurance is not cheap. You know, it's a price to it. Right. Being but, told something that you already know, like, again at that. He already knew. First time for me. Shame on you. Fool me, talking shame on me. Yeah, the dream, his dream told him. Right. The gypsy told him. And now my chest they tell them, like, you can't discount yourself telling you yourself stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he told himself first, low key, and then, you know, so he had to pay for that reassurance. But it was the intervention he needed because at the time he was about to give up on it, you know, as we all tend to do, you know, self-sabotage as well. So he has the intervention. Melchizedek, this omniscient, as you say, comes in and intervenes and uh, blesses him, actually. In a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not only does he tell him how to, how to get there a little more specifically, which is by crossing the Sahara Desert, he also exchange gives him two two stones one one black one white black signifying yes white no and they're called Umin and Thumen and they're pretty much supposed to help him with recognizing signs the omens that he'll encounter along the way right um omens show you the way you know because when that negative force comes to help you realize your personal legend you need some omens you need some signs and just kind of Sometimes that reassurance that, you know, uh, even Santiago sought out. Yeah, and he also gave it to him for more specific reasons. It was to, or if he has an objective uh, an objective question, really, that's mm-hmm. when he's supposed to use the stones. But he said, do not rely on that. Do not, do not rely on the stones because at the end of the day, you want to make your own decisions. You want to keep seeking out answers from, from other other people and from other things you need to create the answers in front of yourself and you know why that is you know why you gotta rely on yourself Why? because if you don't you'll start to worship that thing that you feel is giving you the answers you don't want him to praise the stones too much much become dependent become dependent on it you know Mm -hmm. and now he starts to blame the stones for whatever happens in his life no blame yourself Blame yourself for the good and the bad. You know what I mean? That res- level of responsibility—that's that's a level up. Right. And just and just thinking. So, you know, that's that's one of the major keys in personal legend: making your own decisions and trusting your decisions. Right. And you know, of course, you got backup. We got backup in life. We got astrology. You know, we got dream moves. We can look up things to interpret to interpret the signs that we see. In our life right now, so that's that's the kind of equivalent to what we see in the text, you know. Sign. So use your resources. We got the internet. Look up your dreams. Look up what you see. Pay attention to numbers. You know. Signs and the omens. It's not the same for everybody. Everybody's is unique and it's pretty much specific to them. And so yeah. afterwards, after they make the transaction. And he gives him the sheep, he gets paid. He eventually ends up in Africa. Right. He, he gets to where he's going now, no, no, no more sheep. No more no more shepherd. 
Right. Yeah. And he uh, he realizes that he's the only person there that speaks his language. He doesn't know Arabic. Right. He didn't really think about that as he was traveling. He was just pursuing the treasure. Mm, that's scary. Right. Now he's in his land. He doesn't really know the customs. He can't really communicate with anybody to, to help him along the way to find out where he needs to go. Wow. He, he ends up going to this um this tavern. Yep, that's always a good place to go in a strange land. Right. <laughs> tavern. But he overhears somebody speaking his language. Uh, a boy about his age as well. Yeah, so somebody that looks like him, talks like him, he starts talking to them like, hey, you know, this is, can you help me out? Um, and basically he uh, befriends this boy that looks like him. Santiago befriends this boy and this boy says, you know, I'm going to show you the way. But hey, uh, it's going to cost you. <laughs> right. Yeah, call, call Santiago everything. <laughs> right. He, he made a convincing story, though. The guy, the young boy who was helping Santiago, he sounded like he knew what he was talking about. He didn't about. have to say it too much. He like, I'm going to get us some camels. Give me all your money. Right, but it's probably the the way he delivered it. You know, if he sounded unsure, then Santiago probably been a little skeptical. I mean, he so, was honest to him. He told him, "Hey, watch out, Steve's here. That's what we right. have he to do." He was probably an honest Steve. Yeah, he was an honest Steve. <laughs> so he, Santiago got swindled, and he got swindled because he took his eye off of the boy. Right. And um, hey, that might have that right there um, easily seemed like a negative force. Right, he was in a new land, you know, seeing new things, and they were traveling uh, through the walkways, and it was pretty crowded in the area. And Santiago just got sight of this amazing looking sword. And he was just kind of fixated on it just a little bit too long. And he felt it. You know, you just said that, that sixth sense feeling. He's like, oh my. He's like, man, is he still there? He turned around and the young boy was nowhere to be found. And he was just, you know, it's like, like if you lose your wallet, you're like, oh crap, where the hell? Where the hell is my wallet? But this is a person. So he didn't go looking for him. He just stood there. Yeah, he realized that he just took a L, what people may call it a lesson or a loss, depending on how you uh, perceive that. And he was in denial for a little bit. You no. Know, at first, he took it as a loss. You know, he looked at himself as a victim. He looked at it like he shouldn't follow his dreams. You know what? He should just go back to being a shepherd because that was familiar. Mm-hmm. And and it was in that moment of this self pity and what wallowing that he actually started to change his perspective you know right he used the stones the stones is a part of it and he just realized hey you know what but then he did use the stones he's like what should i do should i, should I stay should i go he just shoved the stones. he didn't purposely use them but he shoved the stones into his pouch and there was a hole in his pouch and both stones fell at the same time it was neither yes or no. Signifying that, you know I mean, we're not going to give you an answer. You still have to make this decision for yourself. So he was like, am I going to still find my treasure? You know I mean, that was pretty much the question he was asking. Like, should I still pursue it? Try to just head back and just start all over and become a shepherd again? You know, and that's when he decided, that's when he started actually taking his own faith in his own hands. Yeah, because he was afraid. You know, I would be afraid to, you know, I just get robbed. I'm in a strange place. That seems like a negative force. That seems like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't keep going forward. You know, maybe I should go back to being a shepherd. Right. But that's a part of 
achieving your personal ledger. You know, you pay this price, um, you need reassurance, and you also get negative forces, which in turn is preparing you. You know, so this is an experience that's going to also be a growing experience. Um, that we'll also see later on in the text just how Santiago develops because of what seems like something negative, it really came to his benefit. You know, this is probably like in a way it's kind of similar to what the author went through as well, you know? Right. With not being able to sell anything, being in the era that he was. Right. And nothing was going right for him. But did he should he just give up on the book and start something new? Go back to what he used to be doing, whatever it might have been, or does he keep pursuing? Right, so he changed how he thought about himself. Um, that that was a major key in helping him pursue, you know, stop himself as a victim, and has looked at himself on an adventure. I'm gonna I'm on an adventure to get my treasure. Uh, and I also thought of this point, like even though we're reaching our personal legend, there's much to learn from our stepping stones. And even though you know Santiago is a shepherd, there's much that he can learn from his sheep, like. Every situation, whether it may seem good or bad or positive or negative, is something that we can grow from. You know, even though we get on to our personal legend, we should never lose sight of our stepping stones. Even though we want to be a leader and be a shepherd, you know, never forget the many lessons that we can learn from our sheep. Because Santiago realized something about language and communication with with his sheep, um, he realized basically like he was communicating from his sheep. He was learning from his sheep. And, and that's what it's about, learning that even though he don't speak the language like he was in a new land, he don't speak Arabic or he don't, he's not an animal, he's not a sheep, but he can communicate with the sheep. Like even though. You can communicate with the world without actually speaking the same verbal language. It's like, it's body language in a sense. There's other ways to, to communicate with people other beings you know I, I've done it personally I've been in workplaces where I couldn't speak the language of they say one of the co-workers but still found way to, we kind of got technology on our side you know it's kind of cheating right. I, I got Google Translate but mm-hmm. <laughs> but still uh, just your emotion your body language and yeah that's, that's pretty much it like you know there's so many much ways to communicate besides talking and, and knowing how to communicate without talking allows us to see the signs because signs sometimes don't have a word. It might be an animal, it might be a feeling, it might be you know numbers. So having that connectedness with yourself, with others, allows you to see the signs that we get you know, in the universe. Yeah, and that leads to a, a common phrase in the book that all things are one. Mm-hmm. And we really experience this oneness when we start to experience that duality. And Melchizedek tells like a little story to him back when he was given the stones. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this aspect of you know two different things you gotta kind of re- maintain balance in, and it's like this balance you gotta have while you're maintaining while while going for your personal legend. Right, it was the story of the shopkeeper who sent his son to this castle of the wisest man to, to teach his son the secret the secret of happiness. Right. And the wise man, he gave the, the shopkeeper's son this pretty much this task. He gave him a spoon, a teaspoon of oil, and he told him to walk around the castle. 
And the first time around, the boy did it. And the, the key was not just to walk around, but to not drop any oil as well. So when the boy came back around, the wise man looked and asked him if he dropped any oil. The boy looked at his spoon and said, no, I didn't. But he said, but did you see the amenities that I had? It was paintings. There was just a, a whole galore of things in his castle. And the boy didn't know what he had missed. He said, no, I didn't see any of that stuff. And right. So he sent him back around. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. He sent him back around. And this time around, he's like, you know, pay attention and everything. But he paid attention to everything and dropped the oil. So it's like, right. you got to see everything and not drop the oil. And that was a lesson the wise man gave to me for the secret of happiness. Right. And it's this balance that you got to have to be happy to experience the oneness, to see the signs. And it's like this connection that you have with yourself and, and other people in the world, kind of, when you're going for your personal right. legend. See all the morals of the world, but don't forget the drops of oil. Right. And that made the boy think about himself. Right, just like we said earlier, you know, you're going for our personal legend, but don't forget about those stepping stones that made you, that shaped you, that made you prepare and who you are so you can live out your personal life. Like everything is important. The small things are as important as the big things. Mm-hmm. And everything and everything is connected, everything is one. So Santiago, thinking about it, he was the type of person that was more fixated on the drops of oil than the world. Because the sheep were his oil. As opposed to him traveling and seeing everything. Mm-hmm. And we seeing basically what happens to him when he didn't maintain that balance. Right. And pay attention. Right, he just got he just got on the loop. And he got robbed. Basically, he got robbed. Exactly. Oh, that too, yeah. He lost his money. And money was important to Santiago. It was like there's pretty much his resource to achieve his personal legend. It was it was his own form of magic. Yeah. Because to him, money is magic and those who have money are never alone. Right, but also another thing we realize in life though, people, maybe money helps you get people, but people makes you never alone. And it's your connections that allow you to reach your personal legend. And and Santiago started to literally embody that when he met the crystal merchant. You know, he lost all his money in a strange land, no you know, no place to stay, no you know, he nothing. And he kind of like started to use people as a resource to realize his personal life. This was his first stepping stone, we could say. Yep, and the crystal merchant, for him, it was just, that day was another day for him. You know, he woke up, got his shop ready. And as far as the crystal merchant goes, um, he wasn't really doing well for himself. <laughs> Not like he used to. But back in the old days, he would think, more people come and go, travel, and his shop was a little more popular. This now, one was booming. Yeah, now it's just a little more run down. It's kind of dusty. And what? <laughs> and I say his shop was dusty. It was dusty. Well, you because know, right. That's okay. what made Santiago come in. Come yeah, on now. I got this. The dusty shop. <laughs> it was a little, a little run down. Probably, probably like a bookstore. You know, like an antique shop. Okay. But that's what dusty. kind of got uh, Santiago looking, mm-hmm. and he, he made. He invested in himself. He said, you know, I'll um, I'll clean these glasses for you. 
Because they were probably dust. That's probably nobody was buying them. Right. So he cleans the glasses. Mm-hmm. Guy gets business. You know what the guy says? Good omen. So this is like synchronicity for Santiago because he just, you know, was talking about omens with Melchizedek. He's mm-hmm. learning himself what omens are. The guy is talking about omens. So he's like, hey, this is good for the guy. This is good for me. You know, I'm trying to get to the pyramids. Let me work for you so I can make some money. Let me let me do it. Give me like a couple of days. and work for you for a couple of days and make this money. Right. The merchant just kind of kind of <laughs> laughed him a little bit. I guess he he thought that he was gonna get paid. Paid. He's like, hold up now, kid. You know, to make that type of travel, you need a substantial amount of money, and it's probably gonna take you at least, if not more than a year, to acquire that much money and to to make that trip. At least working for me. So day one or day two is as we learned of his of venturing on his personal legend, he already's put back a year. You know. So uh, potentially. Because that just At least that made him think. Well, we don't know yet. Because that made him think. That's discouraging. To right. find out, he was quiet for a little bit after the merchant told him that. You know, he was uh, he was back into his mind. He was thinking. I don't think it was a negative silent either. I think it was just a way like, how am I going to do this? And then he looked at the person, he said, all right. Well, he started to think like, I'm going to work so I can get money to buy some sheep. Yeah. So I can travel. Like, that's backwards. That's hustling backwards. (laughs) That's kind of where we ended at. We don't really know. There's, There's a few ways that he could have gone with this. You know, he can be going backwards, but I think he's already committed to be all in. You know, how did he get there in the first place, right? He got there because of his sheep, right? Mm-hmm. So how, why would he not be able to get even further because of sheep? So maybe sometimes if you if you reach that crossroad where, you know, you're starting kind of stagnant, why not go back to what you were doing best, what, what got you to where you are now? Well, because comfortability is like the downfall. Comfortability. Yeah, because when you find your personal legend, you know, it's going to be sudden, it's going to be dreadful. That's it's not going to be What? Save money to get sheep again to be a shepherd? If he can make more money selling sheep than he can scrubbing glass. No, 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 no. But Why see, not? the whole thing is, though, he's going backwards. You're going backwards. You're going back to where, where it's safe to go forward. Like, Take the chance scrubbing that glass. What if he keeps- There is an old saying, take two steps back to take three steps forward. So you think he should go back, save his money from being a merchant, get some more cheap, and then go travel? Some more cheap, some more cheap. Yes, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Potentially, he could. Okay, all right, well, we're about to see how it plays out. We're about to see what Santiago's about to do. I think that would be just so bad for us, like, why would you get a job? Use that money to get another job to get your personal legend. Like, why not just go straight for it, Santi? I know you're already there. Well, he so, said it was taking over a year, so we're looking at least maybe even two years. So, what could take you two years doing this could probably only take you one year doing what you know how to do. So, when you go back to selling sheep, you gonna go back to Spain? You gonna leave Africa? Why, why do you have to leave? So, you gonna sell sheep in Africa? Why not? They buying sheep in Africa? He, he, he about to have to learn something all over again. Like, are they not? I just don't think it'd be worth it. When they didn't say they don't buy sheep, well, sheep is everywhere. It's a natural resource. Everybody uses wool. It's a natural resource. It's a resource. No, no, no. 
Yeah, all right, we want to see what Santiago is going to do because I'm sitting here thinking, like, Santiago, go forward. Okay. Go forward, Santiago. Why go back? Why go back and be a shepherd when you want to be a traveler? And travelers go on adventures and they do new things. Being a shepherd is old things. The he does his old life. The only reason he will go forward is if he starts getting paid more. That's his old life. That's his old life. It's about he's, the money. He's not a shepherd no more. He, no, he realizes that without the money, he can't achieve the personal legend. That's the goal. The goal right now is the money. That's the stepping stone to achieve the personal legend. No money, no travel, no treasure. That's all it is. Cause he could end up like everybody else. He could end up like the baker. He could end up like the merchant. Working at just shop five, ten years, and he done lost sight of his personal legend. All right, well, let's, let's stay tuned. Let's see what Santiago's gonna do, and let's yes. see how his decisions help him reach his personal legend. Cause either way, he's gonna make the right decision, whether it's move forward or move back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Okay, so we wrapped up our second installment in our Alchemist podcast series. <laughs> yeah, and now we'll just talk about a couple points that we got from this chapter. Okay, well, you kick it off. All right, one of the main points was it's better to leave things as they are. Right, intervene, tell someone they're not what they should be, or let them figure it out themselves. Right. When is it the right time to either tell or not to tell someone? And you know, are you really the one that should be saying it? Right. Our next point is nothing is holding you back but you. Right. It's never too late. And you're never too old to achieve your personal legend. You know, you should never never doubt yourself. But once you fully doubt yourself, that's when that's when you fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your personal legend is your pride, your treasure. Recognize, yeah, you gotta recognize it so you don't make your your stepping stones your personal legend. You, know, right. you can replace your personal legend with a stepping stone if you're not careful. Watch out for that. Watch out for the steps. Um, following your legend is sudden, drastic, scary, strange. But also, that negative force can also be the same thing that helps you to achieve your goal. All the omens, the signs. Definitely. And always remember that the secret of happiness is seeing the marvels and not dropping the oil. Right. Don't forget about the little things. It's always you no. Know, we always fixate on the big things, but people always do say it's the little things that matter. They add up more over time. So don't forget the drops of oil. All is important. All is connected. The journey is as important as the destination. So feel free to subscribe to our weekly podcast as we share the data we collect with you. Right, we're on Facebook, Twitter, IG, TikTok, Snapchat, and YouTube. And tell us, have you recognized your personal legend? Have you recognized the stepping stones? And what objective questions have you asked? So, remember to make your own decisions. See you next time.